0: Thank you so much for speaking to us, Adriana. Hi, Sakina. Thanks so much for having me. Now, this is definitely a unique passion. What drove your fascination with uh, Mars or any other planet for that matter? Why would you volunteer to go and live there?
1: Well, I think we're living at an extremely unique and fascinating point in history. I mean, just looking at how much Mars was in the the news last year, in the, the Martian movie, which many of you may have seen with Matt Damon, Um, from the discovery of liquid water by NASA. And now I believe that um, private corporations like the Mars One Project, with whom I'm involved, have actually prompted NASA to um, be more forthcoming with their own Mars plans. So now we have uh, Elon Musk proposing to send humans to Mars in 2025. We have NASA proposing to send humans to Mars during the 2030s. And, of course, we have uh, the Mars One Project, which I'm involved in proposing to send four humans in 2026. So regardless of the outcome, I think everybody should be absolutely excited with the huge developments that will happen in space exploration in the next few years.
0: So what exactly are you excited about when it comes to living on Mars? Aren't you scared? I mean, um, what will you have there to be excited about?
1: (laughs) Well, I think humans have always been explorers from the first emergence of Homo sapiens in central eastern Africa around 200,000 years ago. We've been exploring, we've been seeing what's over that river, what's over that mountain, going by ship, going by train, going by airplane. And by this point, we've explored most of the surface of Earth. And the next uh, destination is uh, clearly planet Mars. So, of course, we'll be heavily reliant on technology. And I hope that the kinds of technologies developed to sustain life on Mars will be useful here on Earth as well and help to remind us When we see how difficult it is to survive on Mars, just how lucky we are to live on the beautiful planet Earth that
0: we do here. And your family, Adriana, how have they responded to this?
1: Uh, They're very supportive. Thanks to my dad, I'm actually giving him some feedback on a science fiction novel that he's writing based on my experiences. Um, My mom's always very supportive on Facebook, on Twitter, and of course in person. So uh, yeah, I can. I'm very grateful to my family for always being supportive in everything I do.
0: And are you not concerned about the fact that you can't exactly hop onto a plane or a boat, as you said, to come back home?
1: Um, yeah. So that will be one of the priorities of the people who move to Mars. Will be to begin to set up the infrastructure necessary for multiple return trips. So in the beginning, it will of course be very basic. And I mean. I remember various, uh, I referred to various sort of settlements on Earth that started off very basically and then grew into, let's say, Cape Town City, for example, um, which was once a very basic sort of settlement as a stopping point from Europe to India. Um, so, of course, in the beginning it will be difficult and uh, survival will be one of the priorities on Mars, but uh, once we've set up a settlement there, I think uh, tourism will eventually begin, but probably that's only in a few decades. <laughs>
0: And and speaking of it being difficult, how are you anticipating life on Mars without family and friends?
1: Yeah, so uh, you will be in com- you will be in constant communication with Earth, so you'll be able to send video clips of what you're doing through YouTube, and you know check your email, and make posts on Facebook and Twitter. Um, but of course, it will be a huge challenge to only spend time with those at first three, and then of course more and more people come people who are living on planet Mars but I think in this era of electronic communication many of us keep in touch with friends purely uh, online anyway Um, so although that face-to-face opportunity will be not as available on Mars um, yeah I think it's definitely possible to stay in touch